Welcome to Beyond the Label podcast by the Blue Journal, where we are not defined by labels or society. Prepare to be inspired by guests who went on a non-traditional path, career choices, living abroad, relationships, self-exploration, and more. This is a safe space to be yourself unapologetically, with no limits to what we can achieve. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at the Blue Journal to get your daily dose of self-love. Hi, everyone! Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Label. This is Leanne, your host, and today we are so honored to have with us the Principal Strategy and Insights Manager at Google Hong Kong. Hi, Iris. Hi, Leanne. Hi, everyone. Hi. How are you today? Doing well, as best as I can. So. My first question would be about working at Google. I think it's so mysterious to hear when someone like say that work at Google because there's so many news and things we hear about the working environment. I always imagine a super cool and high tech working environment. So, like, how do you feel about working at Google? Um, it's awesome. I think from my personal experience, you know, I've had a I've been at Google for nearly five years now, and you know I've honestly never been around you know more motivated, smarter people you know ever in my career, and it's just been a really great place for me to learn more about myself, but also about my different passions, and so it's definitely a great place to work. Oh wow, I can totally imagine like being surrounded by the top people in different like tech fields. So I know that you actually didn't begin your careers in tech. So can you tell us more about like how you get here, or just like your whole journey from your first job to going to Google now? Sure. So before I graduated university, I actually did a lot of internships. So I went to a school where we did a co-op program, and so we had you know six month internships in our fields of study. And I actually originally majored in finance. And so, you know, I did a couple of internships, but I just did one internship in digital advertising, and I really fell in love with it. So, you know, I kind of knew that that was a direction that you know I'd be interested in pursuing. But as it is, after I graduated, I actually took a job at an investment bank. So I was an analyst at Goldman Sachs immediately after graduation. I was in a back office position, but. You know, at the time, I was just kind of like, well, you know, this seems like a good way to get my foot in the door, and you know, the brand name really appealed to me. So, I took the analyst position, but I think I very quickly realized that it really wasn't for me. And so, I think at that point, I looked around. I still remember that you know, I really enjoyed working in digital advertising. So after Goldman Sachs, I basically went. I took a job at Twitter. Right? This was all in New York. So I was an account coordinator at Twitter for almost two years. And at that point, you know, I really felt like I had always had a curiosity about moving to Asia, and you know, kind of pursuing that whole thing. So, you know, or kind of by good fortune, I found a role at Google, and so I actually interviewed for it while I was still in New York. And so then I was hired actually out of New York for this job in Hong Kong, and so I've been at Google ever since. Oh wow! So when you first interviewed at Google, did you know you were going to come to Hong Kong? Yes, I did. So I interviewed for this job specifically so that I could come to Hong Kong. So you were originally from the states, am I right? From New York? Yes, that's right. 
as someone who's never moved to another country, like how does it feel? What was some of the motivations that made you want to move to Asia? I mean, it's scary. I think moving to another country, it's definitely a really exciting experience, but there's a lot of things, you know, to get used to. I I mean, at the time when I moved, I was around, I think, 25 or 26. And it was, you know, my first time ever living outside of the Northeast of America. Um, So I always wanted to come back to Hong Kong. Well, my family is Chinese, and I had never really lived in Asia at all only really been back to visit family maybe once every like year or two and I felt like for me it was just important to come and explore you know this part of myself there's also you know there's a lot of growth opportunities in Asia that aren't you know afforded in a lot of more in other markets and so that was something I was looking forward to too other than like all the excitement and wanting to definitely like explore your heritage what were some of your concerns like do you have anything you were worried about about like moving and also were you by yourself when you moved or were you with like family members so I was by myself so I actually don't have any family in Hong Kong oh wow <laughs> well my primary concern is I don't read or write any Chinese so, so that was a concern I can speak Cantonese at like a conversational level but you know that was a concern for me but, you know, eventually like, it was, it's fine. You know, I've kind of gotten around it. And people tell me my Cantonese has improved. I don't know. But <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, also, you know, it was my first time, you know, moving around the world, period. But also I was completely by myself. I was really lucky that I actually had one of my best friends, like from high school, move here about a year before me. So, you know, I think that was just really lucky. I was really lucky to have her and to have that, you know, have someone here to show me around that yeah. support system because it is really tough. It was also my first time living alone. So a lot of, you know, new things, new challenges, but definitely well worth it. I definitely think Hong Kong is a good place to start with if you don't like read or write Chinese because Hong Kong is so international. And I can't imagine going to a place where I don't speak the language. I think that's actually really brave of you. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It also made me really appreciate, I think, how difficult it is. Because a lot of people do that, right? A lot of people do that, you know, when they move from, let's say, Hong Kong to like uh, London or like New York, right? Like, even if you do speak the language, it's not your primary language, right? It's not the one that you think in or the one that you're the most comfortable in. It's definitely a challenge. And so it made me appreciate that a lot more. So what kind of advice would you have for people who are also interested to move into another country? Say that, you know, if you feel the need to do it, you know, or if you feel like you're, this is something you're interested in is to really do it sooner rather than later, right? Like I think mm-hmm. that as life goes on, it can be more and more difficult or life can give you more and more reasons not to do something because you're comfortable or, you know, you're kind of okay in your situation. But, you know, exploring a new place, there's definitely always going to be challenges, but there will also be an equal amount of, you know, great things to look forward to. So I would say, you know, do it sooner than later, if if your situation allows. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, I would definitely, you know, try to find out as much as you can about the place um, and really be prepared. I think that being prepared and having a mindset and understanding that it will be a struggle for six months to a year, you know, it's very rare that you can drop into a place and have everything go completely smoothly. So I think mentally prepared that you will be up for a lot of challenge. But, you know, looking at it as something that is positive rather than a negative will, I think, really help you to set up your mind, you know, for the oncoming challenges. 
So other than like your mindset, and definitely I'm doing some research beforehand. Are there any like specific things that you would recommend? For example, would you like find your accommodation like beforehand or when you arrive? And also, what about like places to go or like social activities? Like, would you research that beforehand, or do you think it's better to really like go to the other country first and explore for yourself? I absolutely think it's better to figure out how things work before you get there. <laughs> you know, I would say the first thing to figure out is make sure that your finances are in order. So make sure that you have a bank account and you have access to cash wherever it is you're going. That's so important. Um, I had a, I think, I mean, the banking system in the US and in Hong Kong is, is a little different. And so I actually had quite a bit of trouble setting up my bank account in Hong Kong, which I think is seems to be a pretty common thread uh, for people to come to Hong Kong. But, you know, anywhere you're going, right? Like, I think that's kind of the number one is to make sure that you have bank accounts set up and, you know, you have access to the funds that you need. I would also say in terms of accommodation, um, I think it really depends on the country or the place you're moving to. So I think when I moved to Hong Kong, I didn't realize that it's also like getting an apartment in Hong Kong is really different than getting an apartment in New York, yeah. right? Like you could actually come to Hong Kong, see a couple of apartments in a week and sign immediately, right? Not not every place is like that. Um, yeah. And so definitely I would say um, do all your research and find out how these things work first mm-hmm. right, before you go do it. But bank account, I think, is the most important thing. That is actually some really good advice. So... I don't know if you know, uh, I actually lived in Paris for a while. And since it's like a totally different language, I also had a lot of problems with like banking and like translation. So I really wish that I dealt with it a long time before I go there or like actually find friends to help me translate all the documents. So yeah, this is really good advice. No, yeah, I, I can I can imagine it must have been really tough to also tackle it by yourself as well. Yeah, exactly. What are some of the important lessons that you think you learned in your journey? Like, of course, like changing industries and moving countries. That's like a lot of big changes for you. I mean, I think some things that I learned, well, I think on a personal level, I learned how to be happy alone. It sounds lonely, but it actually isn't. I think like... I totally feel you. Because <laughs> it's, it's actually, you know, I think when you grow up, I'm very close with my family actually so I'm close with my family and I'm really fortunate to have you know a great set of friends that are really supportive but you know I think I'm the type of person that I don't necessarily like to be alone and moving to a new place right uh, the kind of in the beginning a lot of time you are spending alone but I think that especially during your more formative years let's say you know in your 20s or whatever I think that it's important to have the space and the time to figure out what you like to do as a person, yeah. you know, how to be by yourself and enjoy your own company. I think that that's something that I've, you know, um, been really fortunate to be able to learn over the past couple of years. No, I completely understand because like, I think everyone needs some personal space. We just need to figure out like how to do it. Or sometimes the situation just forces us to have to learn how to like spend time with ourselves. So do you think there's any challenges that you faced or like struggles that you dealt with in this process? Hmm. Uh, in terms of learning how to be alone? Yeah. I mean, I can give you an anecdote. Like before I moved to Hong Kong, <laughs> I actually had this fear of eating alone. Never go to a restaurant and just like eat by myself or like go to a cafe and eat by myself. Or, and I don't know why it was. I think I just didn't want to look like a loser or I don't know what it was. I just like never did it. 
But then, you know, I think when you're in a situation where you just kind of have to be like, no, this is fine. Like, I enjoy this. I'm going to eat here because I want to eat here. I don't need someone to come eat with me. That putting yourself out there for the experience. This doesn't have to be just about doing things alone. I think it can also, one other thing that I learned, I think, is to how to say no. I think yeah. it is how to say yes, which is, you know, when you move to a new place, I think one great thing to do is like to say yes to more things and push yourself out of your comfort zone. But at the same time is understanding what your priorities are and doing things that make you happy, not because you feel like you should do them. So I think that, you know, that's definitely something to think about as well. I personally, I love eating alone. Like, I think there's a lot of freedom to that. Like, I can order whatever I want. So I definitely think that is something that, you know, like, sometimes you're really self-conscious about people staring at you or that, you know, that saying, it's not awkward until you think it is. Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely one of the, like, situation where you might feel like people are looking or people are judging but in reality no one's looking at you and you can just like eat in peace yeah I just think we need to you know just like get used to it and be comfortable with like doing that and exactly what you said choosing what would make you happy instead of saying yes because you feel like you're obligated to yeah absolutely so on this topic of being comfortable with yourself. I actually have a question for you that all of the guests on Beyond the Label have to answer. Is that, can you tell us something that you love about yourself? I appreciate that I consider myself to be an empathetic person. Okay. I try to uh, see things from other people's perspective, especially when, you know, there are tough situations or even when I'm mad at someone or I'm upset about something. Um, I try to see it from the other person's perspective. And I think that this is valuable because I think that really a lot of conflict can be avoided if you can have that empathy and understanding. Mm-hmm. Try to get out of your own head, right? Yeah. Not only prioritize what you see and what your perspective is. And so I think that that's something that I am you know, happy that I'm able to do. It's tough mm-hmm. sometimes, right? It's not the easiest thing to do, especially when emotions are running high, you know, you're upset about something. But it is something that I try to practice and that I try to do and, and communicate um, yeah. whenever I can. So that's something I like about myself. Oh, that's amazing. That's something that for me, I definitely need to learn to like control my emotions more and not be as impulsive. I think it, it comes with age. So I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> Will you have any advice on that? Do you practice anything like breathing methods or like meditation, anything that makes you calm? Or is it just like yourself? I mean, I, honestly, what it is, is I've made enough mistakes. I was not empathetic enough, or I was kind of too self-centered in my own perspective. Okay, um, I made enough of those mistakes where I kind of realized like, you know what, like, sometimes it's not the other person's fault, right? Like, yeah. or, or even if you're in a situation where you feel like, you know, there, it is someone else's fault, or if you feel that way, right? You can't control other people. You can't control other people's reactions. The only thing that you can control is your reaction. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah, like the only thing that you can control is yourself. Absolutely. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing your journey and your advice. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Label. 
Don't forget to subscribe and to follow our Instagram at the Blue Journal for your daily dose of self-love.